This episode is going to take all the loose ends, the missing parts, the things that you didn't even know you needed, put it all together in one beautiful package. Welcome to Kingdom Speak, Pastor Daniel McKillop. been a week. I don't know if smells transmit over podcasts or not, but if you're driving in your car right now and you roll down the window and smell, can you smell the pumpkin spice in the air? Can you smell that? Like pumpkin spice latte, the PSL. So yesterday I was listening to Holy Ghost Radio. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, Brother Hoffer. If you haven't been, what are you doing? <laughs> and I, I heard a great man preaching, Pastor Ted Erskine. And he was preaching about pastoring in a small area. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about outreach and how he needed, man, to have 27 guests in a month is or three months, whatever he said was a big deal, you know. He said, man, I need 100,000 people to have that kind of stuff. He said, man, where we are from, <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly how he said it. Is it. You're talking about sidewalks and Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I forget what he said about sidewalks, but he said, Starbucks. He said, man, that's what's hanging on my wall in my office. That's a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, I don't know what a pumpkin spice latte Starbucks looks like, but we are getting in that season, too. To our listeners in the Nunavut, they're like, man, I'd, do, I'd take a pumpkin spice latte right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, we're not here to talk about PSLs and all that, but let me tell you what people are talking about, and that is the Kingdom Speak podcast, if you guys haven't heard it. Five-star Apple reviews are rolling in very quickly. Here is one I will share with you, Producer Randy. Okay. Excellent podcast. Love this podcast. So well done. Engaging, relevant content, fantastic guest interviews, wide variety of subjects, and the best host team. I like that. Thank you. I paid them to say that. Exactly. It's like listening. I think my mic is muted. Is my mic muted? <laughs> <laughs> it's like listening to two of your favorite smart and funny friends oh. discussing the work and word of God, guaranteed to make you think and laugh. That is from TLB on Apple Podcasts. Wow! Thank you, TLB. I will say amen to that. Yeah. Amen. That's a, another digital amen. Come on. Thank you very much for that. We appreciate that. And we appreciate you listening to us. Yes. Be kind of boring if it was just us. Kind of boring. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We know you're out there, and thank you for letting us know. How you guys been? <laughs> <laughs> He's back at it, isn't Woo! he? Woo! Hey, I, I've back been off it for months. Huh? I've been off it for months. <laughs> I'm just going back to where it all started. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good today. Yeah. How are you doing? 
Yes. Pastor McKillop. Yes. I'm doing well. Yes. And your name again is? My name is Derek. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What got me thinking about the cringy, inter- the cringy interview style kickoffs we used to do was you asked me this morning if we had ever talked about a certain topic. Yes. So I went back to the archives, the archives on YouTube Uh, and I started clicking through and just as I was clicking through, I'd make a mistake and start the odd episode and the, the the intros would start and it's like, Oh, that was terrible. Did we do that? (laughs) That was awful. Did Uh, Did you start to turn a slight shade of orange? Man, it was, it, you know, and you're trying to sound natural. You're trying to sound like you're not nervous. But, I mean, them first couple episodes. Literally freaked out. Freaked out. Those first couple episodes, I was really, really nervous. Just don't bother going back and listening to them, folks, please. Can we pull them down? Well, I did notice there's one missing. For all the new listeners, and there's a lot of you out there. Oh. If you go, no, I'm just going to shut his mic No, I Thank you. Just before. (laughs) I was trying to say I'm not recording. (laughs) If you do a little detective work and you go on Apple Podcasts and you go on YouTube and you start following the trajectory of our launch, go down through. We, uh, We can't see you over here. It's just a a black screen. (laughs) (laughs) He muted your camera. The, you'll notice one episode is missing. And, you know, there were a lot of moving parts at the time when we were recording. And, yeah, one day we get all done. And I don't even remember how it came up. But it was like, we we actually just did that episode and we didn't record it. It's like, oh man! I think the file is actually corrupted when they went on your. Was that what it yeah. was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Well, and 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 do you have anybody that can independently <clears throat> verify that uh, negative claim? That's a little kingdom speak history for you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someday when we get famous, we're gonna we're gonna be able to release the lost episode series. We're just kind of the vault. Yeah. 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 When do you suppose that'll be? When we're famous? Yeah. Uh, Man, aren't we already I guess famous? we'll release it next week. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no conceit we, on this podcast. We're seven minutes in and we haven't We've left the rails already. Yeah. <laughs> this is truly podcasting now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Evidently, we're not nervous enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a question to ask you guys. Mm-hmm. Let's let's uh, let me start. All right, by by asking you guys a question, because I I know uh, those those that have been with us for a while know that we, especially the co-host and myself, mm-hmm. naturally are mechanically inclined. Oh, mm. yes. I I don't know where the producer fits in that. I know he's he's getting. Didn't he ready. send us a picture last night of yeah. him? Open tinkering, heart, open heart surgery on a yeah, washing I was, machine. I was yes. changing the uh, stator on my washing the stator. machine. <laughs> yeah, I actually had stator for. You got to go back to previous episodes to get that, folks. I did. I had steak and potatoes last night for supper. 
So I, I don't know where to put him in. I know I know you're getting ready to fix washing machines and put a roof on your house and all that stuff. But don't come complaining to us on no ep- future episodes that it's raining in your living room. And my washing machine leaks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have any of you guys ever gone to Ikea? Um, I was there a few weeks ago. And made a purchase. And, and you see at the bottom there's a little... Like there's an asterisk, mm-hmm. and it says assembly required. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Oh yeah. Experienced that? Yeah, I have one better than that. Oh. Okay. Shortly after I was married. Oh. We. You're gonna we, bring your wife into this? Yeah, we were newly married, and we had so much money, and we were no. so successful, and we were in this huge two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> Right, it was, it was amazing to think back on. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we went to Walmart. Right, we were living high, yeah. and they had barbecues on sale. Okay, like propane yeah. gas grills, yep. the real high quality ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I'm with you. And I believe, I believe it was on sale for one hundred and seventy-five dollars, if I remember correctly. And so it was a deal was a I couldn't refuse. a lot of money refuse. 20 years ago. I was going to say, what year was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a deal I couldn't refuse. Yes. So they had one set there. It was beautiful. And the same thing, assembly required. On Came the out in a box. But here's where I made the fatal mistake. This dude at the cash said. Uh, okay. Okay. You know, if, I, if, if you pay $15, we can have this assembled for you. Yeah. And you said no. And I'm like. How dare you yeah. question my abilities? It's half of my paycheck. It's it's a propane gas grill. Come on. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. So I carried the box. And your 15 bucks. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not wasting that there. I'll waste it somewhere else. Yeah. Grab a coffee on the way home. Like three days later, yeah. when I was still trying to... You took it back it in a wheelbarrow? It didn't even look like a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me with this? What am I building here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like one of the top five regrets of my life. Yeah. Like, I don't think you understand how many small pieces are in a barbecue. Oh. It was brutal. I know that there are divorces that have emerged mm-hmm. from moments like that. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a very, that's a very, <laughs> ooh. Don't you have a story about Don't uh, introduce new marriages to that. Didn't you do patio furniture? Oh. <laughs> I know that because I remember you telling me yeah, I'm just trying yeah. to See, here we go. poke you in the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a father-son moment. My <laughs> wife is doing ladies meeting, and mm-hmm. and I am going to be the... Dad. Patron father. Yeah. And so my son and I, it's like six chairs mm-hmm. with cushions, mm-hmm. a table... But it has a propane fire. Yeah, we need one of these for the... Like a centerpiece. Yeah. We need one for our studio. This would be... be nice. So there's, there's fire in the middle of the table. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. We still use it. It's great. <sighs> would you like that assembled? Oh, no. No. My son and I are... We got this. Mistakes were made. We got this. Bro, 50 bucks to put that thing together. They give you Sick. they give you one Allen key, right? Yeah. 
Don't you love uh, that? All these pieces. Every chair had all of the pieces shrink-wrapped. First of all, it took me 10 minutes to figure out how to get access to all the nuts and bolts and washers and... And, and they're not all the same. No. Right? No, no. I no, and I put it together on a deck... So that when you drop the washer, oh, perfect. it falls through, Yeah, goes down onto the gravel and grass underneath. Hey, Jaren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that was last summer, and I'm, I'm almost through all of my counseling, and I'm doing better. But it's brutal. It, it's the, the, there's, there's fewer words more powerful than assembly required. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, it's, it's the assembly of a thing mm-hmm. really is what makes the purchase of a thing worth it. Um, you you can you can you can pay that. What'd you say? One hundred seventy nine dollars. One seventy five. Yeah. One seventy five. Mm-hmm. The fifteen dollars or the assembly takes the one hundred seventy five dollars and makes it a worthwhile investment. Without the assembly, the purchase. Is really mute. Now, Ikea, there's like a science to the assembly. They is have, it really? <laughs> yeah, no, they are They are pretty good. Okay. Like when you get something, Ikea, you can buy like, I don't know, it's like a football field-sized couch. And when they when you go and you buy the one that's shrink-wrapped, yep. it's like, no, no, that's not, glove I, box. that's not what I bought. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end table. <laughs> but yeah, they have a science to it. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Walmart wasn't there. They just kind of shoved it out the door and said, here you go. Yeah. Hours later. Do you hear me? Hours later, we finally had a few chairs done and still no fire on the table. Mm-hmm. But we got it. Mm-hmm. We got it. So how do you contextualize this into a dynamic I, apostolic podcast? Yeah. I think over the last um, 16, 18 months, there has been a particular passage of Scripture that has been maybe even out of context, thrown and whipped around. Mm -hmm. Hebrews, the 10th chapter, that that specifically Mm -hmm. uh, addresses what we're talking about, and that is don't forsake. Yeah, 1025. The assembling of yourselves together. Mm Mm-hmm. The, the fact that we have been purchased, the church has been purchased. Mm-hmm. But if there is a footnote to the gospel, the little asterisk is assembly is required. Right. The, the purchase is definitely a, a major part of the, obviously, you're, you're acquiring the acquisition. But if you remove the assembly from the purchase and you divorce the assembly from the purchase, the purchase becomes a waste, right? Yeah, and it's a different way to look at that scripture. Like already, if you think about how we're talking about it, when you read 1025 before now, you would have maybe thought about the assembly as the finished product. Yes, where yes. you don't really think about the process of assembling together, <clears throat> right? Over and over and over again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The uh, to use your analogy, the, the 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 
the gospel of barbecue will never, mm-hmm. never really become, the, the purpose will never be accomplished. Right? Mm-hmm. If you don't follow an instruction man, manual and you assemble what you have purchased, you have got to take all the pieces and put it together. And so if, if, if there's been an attack... And sadly, I'm 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 one that is kind of still there. Um, I don't I don't think this is going away. I think this is a much broader attack than just a virus. For sure, the the underpinnings that have supported the purchase of the church is the assembly of the church. Mm-hmm. So so we're not we're not attacking the fact that we've been purchased with His blood. But they are the the spirit of the day is going to. It's going to attempt to er, erode the significance of assembly to maintaining what was purchased, which was your salvation. Mm-hmm. Your salvation cannot be just purchased and not assembled. Hmm. You need the church to make it. You have got to. Gather yourself together with other, other members of that of that community, in order to secure what has been purchased mm-hmm. for you. The, the The idea that because you've repented of your sins and been baptized in Jesus' name, you received the gift of the Holy Ghost, and now you're good, mm-hmm. without the ongoing assembly process being given attention to is really nothing more than throwing a, a, a box full of washers, nuts, bolts, mm-hmm. a few hoses, and a propane tank, and calling that a barbecue. It's You have some scrap metal and assorted paraphernalia, but you still do not possess anything that will accomplish anything. It's yeah. not really usable for... Right. <laughs> So you have to introduce to that new convert and you have to you have to make sure as a child of God that you keep in the forefront of your mind that you don't forsake the assembly. Right. You've been purchased, but you'll never be what you were purchased to be without assembling yourself yeah. together. Mm-hmm. And the spirit of the day pushes back against that. I, I don't know if anybody else feels that, but that's... That's the that's the pushback of the spirit of this day. We don't need to assemble. Well, I mean, you see, I say maybe you don't, maybe you're oblivious to that, but there are big churches who have just kind of foregone that whole process, right? Yes. So then you're discussing it with with people that still have that desire and still see the need mm-hmm. of assembly. Mm-hmm. And they're going, I'm sorry, man, but I'm seeing that you're joining us on social media. But the fact that you are joining service from your hot tub is just different. Yeah, that would be a new twist. Yeah. I'm not making that up, by the way. That, that <laughs> discussion has been had with me. The no, church Not, the not about tub. folks in <laughs> our church. but I would be okay with the baptism in the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah, that might not be a bad thing. Burn. <laughs> wow. 
church in a hot tub. <laughs> we just need to stop and seal out that first. With a with a with a PSL? PSL? Yeah, a PSL, that's right. With a PSL. Right, take a drink. Yeah. yeah. Man, Pastor sure preaching good this morning. And you got a nice mug. <laughs> so all of a sudden now it fits into your schedule instead of restructuring your schedule around it. Mm-hmm. The, the the tabernacle was in the middle of Israel for a reason. Their life was to revolve around it. Mm-hmm. And we now, the script has entirely been flipped to where church has to revolve around your schedule instead of you making adjustments mm-hmm. so that your life fits and complements what's going on at the tabernacle. You know, I looked this up when you were just talking about that. So Brent McCracken in his Wisdom Pyramid book talks about the church as one of his, yeah. it's based on the food groups. Yeah. And he talks about that very thing, about the essentiality of the church. Um, and this guy's not an apostolic guy. He's a Christian. Um, and he talks about the culture of technology nowadays. And he wonders aloud kind of that. And this, this is what he said. Um, For a lot of good vibes, only young people who have been reared on technology that allows them to filter out anything difficult or annoying. Church and its motley crew of often frustrating people might seem like more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. So then that's he says, good. you know, it's probably why people say, ah, I guess I'll watch from the hot tub. There's a lot of annoying people. Right. I, did, I didn't like the usher anyway. So it just becomes convenient. Yeah. I was going to say that. Isn't church in a hot tub much more convenient? I, I It seems like it would be. Yeah. Yes. And a lot less work. Yeah. Yes. But go the go go to the end of the road with that, and your mm-hmm. child thinks church is what? Yeah, right? swimming lessons, pool, yeah. pool party. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've gone from your mom and dad would never miss a Sunday mm-hmm. to suds in the spirit, <laughs> and and now now mm-hmm. you're going. What what's your child going to think of this? Okay, technology. A, a, um, an, a, a social media interaction and commenting uh, on the live stream mm. is not the same as being in the house assembled together with other believers where your voice is blended with theirs, your spirit is blended with theirs. Now, mm. I just I, I want to qualify this that, that we have been there. Oh, yeah. And, not and, too long ago. That's and, right. And we are... Praying to God, we never have to go back there. Mm. So, but I, I want to tell you that even while I was there, that was never a destination for me. Mm. The assembly can uh, the 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 physical interactiveness mm-hmm. of assembling yourself together can never be overstated. The necessity of that, mm-hmm. the necessity of that. So, um, I think to really get the full scope of it. We need to understand what happens when you're assembling. There is a compounding advantage that emerges from assembling yourself together. You can do more together than you can do apart. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you can cook a steak if all the pieces are put together. Yeah. The, yeah. the purpose of, of em- all of the paraphernalia mm-hmm. in the box that you, that you mm-hmm. newlyweds unpacked mm-hmm. It, when you get it all together, the cheese is melting on the beef patty, and and we are. Those tube steaks are rolling across the grids. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
but you know, you see this in our local church because we always operate off our own local stories, right? There is a unique thing that happens when all of the members of the body come together. It can't be duplicated. No, no. Okay, and and let's let's um, uh, let's let's put a little more book on that. If one can put a thousand to flight, two can mm-hmm. put ten thousand to mm-hmm. flight. Follow the math with that. You, yeah. you logically, you would say if one can do one thousand, two can do two thousand, mm-hmm. maybe twenty two hundred, mm-hmm. maybe twenty five hundred. Right, right, right. Still yes. pretty good. We go from one thousand to ten thousand. Where does the math continue to go as the body uh, uh, knits together for commonality mm-hmm. and common purpose? Mm-hmm. So, so the compounding advantage, mm-hmm. uh, the leverage that comes from assembly, so rapidly outpaces isolation. Mm-hmm. Or opposition. That, or up, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you've raised a key point. So opposition. Mm. Let's, let's look at what happens. And we're, we're going to discuss this for, for a few moments today. That, that I don't think it's, I don't think it's um, coincidental that the church was restricted from assembly. Now, I know at the beginning, I know, I know at the beginning that, that everything was shut down. But, but long before we were packing out our church again, they were assembling by the thousands for sports event. Mm-hmm. Okay? We seen it in the halls of power and polit- politics that there were, there were the getting together, those, yes. those covert yes. gatherings, mm-hmm. assemblies, mm-hmm. when we couldn't. Right. Okay? And you see this in Scripture that the adversary knows the, the, the power of assembly. Mm-hmm. The church better never lose the revelation that assembly is key to her survival. Mm-hmm. It's not lost on the devil, and we better never lose it ourselves. Right. That's right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I want us to look and highlight some of these examples of what dynamic takes place when assembly happens. Let's look at Genesis chapter 49. And we're jumping into the middle of a very uh, serious conversation with uh, a patriarch that's getting ready to pass off the scene, and he's talking to his his sons. Mm -hmm. What does he say? Simeon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitations. O my soul, come not thou into their secret, unto their assembly. Unto their assembly. Do not... Go to their church. Hmm. Yeah, they have an assembly. They have an assembly. Okay. Mine honor be thou not united. For in their anger they slew a man. Wow. And in their self-will they digged down a wall. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce. Yeah. And their wrath, for it was cruel. Yeah. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Wow. Isaac is like dropping the boom on Simeon and Levi. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the context for this is that, um, in 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 defense of an immoral act with their sister, mm-hmm. they go and they have these men circumcise themselves, and they are now wounded, and it was all part of a 
strategic move mm-hmm. to give them to, to make them vulnerable so that they can be captive. Okay, they're going to move in in anger and rage and take advantage of them. This plot was hatched in an assembly. Yeah, good point. They got it, together. They got <clears throat> together. Yeah. And they said, you mad about this? Mm. Yeah, that ticks me off too. Now you got two guys mad. And if one can put 1,000 to flight, two, two can put 10,000 to flight. Right. You've never seen anger multiplied until you have more than one angry man. There is that mob mentality that kicks in gear when people uh, of of a common view Mm -hmm. get together, assemble together, and be going, what are we going to do about it? Oh, that's the Tower of Babel. Everybody gets together and starts something. Yes. That was an assembly. Yes. They were building. Yes. Very good. Very powerful stuff. Absolutely. And God had to come break up the assembly. (laughs) Or else it was going to work. It was working. It was going to work. Yeah. They will accomplish this thing. Mm -hmm. Okay? I don't think we... if, if, If we just put church down as I do this to make my pastor happy so that he has a warm body and a heartbeat on the pew... We're missing the point of the assembly. That's right. Mm. Direction is set. Mm. Plans are hatched. Vision is cast. Definitely, yes. Okay? Mm. Simeon and Levi had a secret, guys. They had a secret. Mm. And that's what Isaac said. Don't don't enter into their secret. Mm. Let me me just throw a bit of a caution out there. Assemblies are not just church, church services. They can happen in a vehicle going down the road. Oh, definitely. They can happen yeah. around the table. Mm-hmm. And when you're sitting there, you know, uh, there's just something, man, in this conversation that just ain't right. There's there's a secret here somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to blend yourself with that. You you don't want uh you don't want the spirit. Mm. Um maybe maybe I could say it this way: the kind of spirit that that is so angry and so bitter and driven by vengeance. Mm-hmm. that they want to craft a plan and strategize about how they can wound someone with mm-hmm. the sole intent of capitalizing on that, on that vulnerability. You want to remove yourself from that assembly. Oof. Wow. That's, that, that, the outcome of that is, is, is not good, and it's going to get a rebuke. And, and I don't want the, uh, God forbid that the church that we are a part of be, be can, begins bringing secrets to the assembly. Yeah. And it's about vengeance, and it's about yeah. settling scores, and it's about hmm. uh, covertly strategizing hmm. to get the upper hand in an argument. And no, 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 no. That's what Simeon and Levi do. Mm-hmm. And instruments of cruelty are in their hands. And Isaac goes, you don't want to be a part of that church. Don't, don't, don't assemble yourself with that. Wow. Yeah, there's so much power there. You know, it all happened in an assembly. As much good that can happen, I guess that much bad can happen too. <laughs> it can. <laughs> you know, you look historically, 
you know, the, let's use the, the German, you know, atrocities, the Nazi outbursts that happened, you know, in the thirties and forties, they, you know, they had assembled a group together that did this very thing. They strategized and thought about ways to, to harm and eliminate the Jews. Yes. And they did a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. It just shows you how, you know, if you build the team, you can, you know, you can go get your goal that you want. You, you can, and don't you ever forget this, mm-hmm. that while, and, and I have seen this, I've seen this so many times, that the objective of the adversary is to get you to isolate yourself, and we're going to get mm-hmm. there in a bit more detail. But while he's being success, successful in getting you to remove yourself from the assembly, mm-hmm. don't you ever forget that he and his cronies are assembling, strategizing mm-hmm. about how to get you to quit assembly. That's right. Because you know the only, sorry to interrupt there, but I'm just going to say this. The only way that you will overcome that assembly is with another better one. That's it. It, right. it comes down to the the... Uh, it's it, it's the battle of the assemblies. It takes Winston Churchill standing up and saying, "All right, right, right. who's in? Exactly. Right. Let's get everyone together. Assembly required. Mm-hmm. Period. That's what it takes. You you have to have it. You have to have it. Don't you ever forget that you are not the body of Christ. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You aren't the body. You aren't." <laughs> you aren't. You're a part of it. I'm sitting here on my couch. But you're not part, you're you're not the sum total of the body of Christ. The hot tub of Christ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? If you're the body of Christ, I sure don't want to be a part of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, there's a danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a danger. What what kind of of conflict would emerge if every one of your members started acting like a body? Yeah. Your thumb just becomes its own universe. Your finger becomes its own universe. Your ear, your nose, you get the idea. Okay? Yeah. And if I may say this, in emergency medicine, okay, for the sake of the body... We sometimes don't necessarily prioritize that one member because it's not really all about you. It's what you call life over limb. Is that Ouch. how they say that? Life Ouch. over limb? Not all about the member. Right. Right. So that, that raises a very good point, okay? Paul talks about this, and we, we don't have time to really get in and unpack this in its totality, but he talks about it, uh, I believe, in Corinthians, where he says that each of us are members in particular, and we have been set in. We were set in the body of Christ as an individual member as it pleased the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay? So every one of us have been added to the body of Christ for, with, with a particular intent in mind. Mm-hmm. There is a generalized assembly that is taking place That's of right. the body of Christ, and you play a significant role. Mm-hmm. You were added for a purpose. There's no such a thing borrowing uh, Elder Marty Ballesteros' uh, 
noted message. There is no such a thing as a throwaway soul. Mm. There, there's, there's nobody that's been added to the body of Christ that their removal from the body of Christ does not leave a hole mm. or an impact on the body of Christ. So if by chance a backslider is listening to us right now, mm. the fact that you are not assembling yourselves mm. with the body of Christ yeah. affects the body of That's Christ. Right. We need you to come back. That's right. There's a missing piece. Okay? Yeah. We need you to come back. Mm-hmm. If you are a, a disgruntled or a fen- offended member of the body of Christ and you just have, have quietly said, I'm going to just pull back a bit. Uh, no. Right. We we need you to come right. back to the table. Mm. Okay, you were set strategically within the body of Christ by the the, the head, which is Christ, mm. and and you've got a role to fill. And you're not just a gallbladder that we can live with or without. Mm. Okay, you're not the spiritual pancreas that when you get bothering us can just be removed and cause no effects down the road. Everything is added for a purpose. Now, that being said, when a particular member of the body of Christ Mm. is wounded, we we don't just remove that member because it's wounded. No. No, that's right. Okay. My son last night's got a big old knot on the inside of his elbow. What was he doing now? Yeah. He don't even know. <laughs> he don't know. I have cameras around my house, and I am assembling a, a, a list. And if I can remember to do it, I will be able to put together a blooper a, reel, a, a blooper reel of crashes. skateboard, oh, yeah. um, bicycle. Oh, man. Hoverboard. Yeah, hoverboard yeah. crashes. And so he comes in. And he's got a good old knot on the inside of his elbow. He doesn't even know how he did it. What happened? <laughs> now, I want to tell you, the first thing out of my mouth was not, well, man, just, Phew. if it offends you, cut it off. Give me the Shh. knife. <laughs> you know, oh. my son comes in unable to write his name this morning because we, <laughs> he hurt his elbow, so let's just take it away. Mm. An offended member, a bruised member, a wounded member does not equate to a removed member. Very good. That's very good. You need to you need to remain a part of the body. Well, I'm I'm just offended by something. No, you need you need yeah. the blood that's flowing through the rest yeah. of the body to minister to you. Mm-hmm. So the moment that you become isolated, okay, restricted, and the blood flow ceases to to, to get to the hand that's now offended or the finger that's now offended, we got to restore circulation to that member mm-hmm. so that the wound can be healed. And that comes from assembling yourself. The worst thing you can do when you're offended is quit coming to church. Oh, man. Yeah. The worst thing that you can do when you are bruised Mm -hmm. or even, dare I say, bitter Mm -hmm. is pull yourself back and begin isolating yourself because the very thing that you need is assembly at that point. Mm-hmm. To get over offense, to get over bitterness, to get over it requires assembly. Mm-hmm. Assembly is required. You cannot whip bitterness in isolation. You cannot whip offense in isolation. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not up to the body to determine whether another member is now, uh, well, you're offended and you're this, and we just need to get rid of you. You've, you've had 
you've had much mm. more experience than I mm. in the medical field, but I, I, it's 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 not a common thing to come up to the scene of an accident and have a particular member not trying to gross anybody out, but the the, the accident to be so, of such a degree of severity mm-hmm. that a particular member is. Uh, Almost completely amputated or <laughs> completely amputated. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at you going, ah, don't worry about it. I didn't want it anyway. Just my hand. Yeah. What is the cry of the body? Can you save it? Yeah. Right. Can, can you save it? It's all about it. Yeah. The cry of the body needs to be for every wounded, offended member mm-hmm. is, can we save it? Can we save it? Can we save it? You don't remove... A member, now now you get to hear me now. You don't remove a member because it's wounded. But you may have to remove it if it's infected. At some point, if it ceases to receive from the body the, 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 uh, the antibodies to the infection. Mm-hmm and gangrene starts setting in, then you have to come back to what you said. It is life over limb. Yeah, if it starts to spread, right? If that if that problem begins to move. Right. Yeah. Right. It's such a touchy topic. It is. Right? Everybody. But it's never up to the body. That's the first thing. And the, yeah. that's really the most important thing to know. Absolutely. You've no, you, you leave that with Jesus <laughs> it makes and it, your pastor. It makes a great social media post. Oh, I was cut off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, most of those cases, nobody was ever cut off. Right. Ever. <laughs> right. Looks right. good, though. So if you're going to get over it, mm-hmm. I know we're kind of hammering away at this Mm. you've been hurt Mm. that happens Mm -hmm. i'm sorry you you've been offended that happens Mm -hmm. you will never get over it without assembling yeah that's how you heal that's how you heal (laughs) you need the health of the rest of the body to minister to the sickness in your particular member you have Mm -hmm. to have it Mm -hmm. okay and so you, you've got to know that the objective. All right, let 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 me let, let me say this before we move on. There's nothing more frustrating when you're trying to help a body. Mm-hmm. There's got to be nothing more frustrating for a doctor than a a body that's fighting itself. Oh man, that's really bad. Those 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 flesh eating diseases. Mm-hmm. Things of that nature, diseases, yeah. where, where the body begins attacking itself. The life expectancy of that body is really short if that doesn't get under control. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. Oh, man. That canker eating away at the body of Christ. We need each other. Mm-hmm. It's time that we stop fighting each other. If you're offended, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Talk to God Go to the person that offended you, but do not disconnect yourself from the body of Christ because what you don't see in a spirit world is that there is another assembly that's happening mm-hmm. and the the minions of hell with glee are yep. rubbing their hands together going, ah, we're going to get him, we're going to get him. If we can pull him off, we've got him. Wow. That's so good, man. How many times have you heard this said? It's, if the wolf 
is going to pick off the sheep. It's not going to get the one in the middle of the pack. Oh, mm-hmm. it's going to get it's going to get the one that's that's drifting mm. on on the out out outer fringes mm. of what the flock is. So isolation is demonically motivated. Don't you ever forget that. Mm-hmm. When 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 and this can happen. This can happen to the most anointed amongst us. Mm-hmm. What happened to Elijah after he calls fire down from heaven? slays 450 prophets of Baal, Mm -hmm. okay, with one statement from Jezebel, drives him into isolation, and he begins wrestling. Now, can can we talk about this topic for a minute? He begins Mm -hmm. wrestling as an anointed man with suicidal tendencies. Wow. Think about it, right? Wow. Why? Because he's in a cave all by himself. Mm-hmm. If well, Israel ever was on his side, it would have been now. That's right. He just called every one of them on the top of the mountain to make a decision. Choose you this day. Who, who, who's where, where are you going to be? Are you with Baal? Or are you with Are you with Jehovah? And he's the last guy you would ever think that would even struggle with that. Absolutely. Like if he's got the backbone to get up and stand and do what he did, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I respect you, that man. Can, can I say this as a pastor? You guys can't say this, okay? But it's easy to, to to just relegate everything that we've talked about to the sphere of saints. Mm-hmm. Let me speak to pastors just for a moment. If mm-hmm. if you could just hear me out, just just for a second, pastors can get offended too, mm-hmm. and they get offended. By other pastors. <laughs> All right. And they can get offended by other cliques and other organizations. And I I haven't I haven't <clears throat> been asked to preach and I don't get invited to here and I don't there. And and so do you know what it's easy to do? And believe me, this happens. The easiest thing in the world to do is just pull back and say, I'm just done going to meetings. I'm done sticking my neck out. I'm done. I'm done trying. I'm just going to stay in my little cave and and try to carve something out for Jesus. Oof. Ouch. Wow. But we got to understand really where that comes from. Assembly is required. It is not a fringe benefit to salvation. Mm-hmm. It is what makes salvation tick. Yes, our, our the, the blood of Jesus Christ purchased us, but it's assembly that keeps us going. And we're still on the fellowship stuff, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We are. We are. We are. Wow. And that's sticky. It's tricky. It there's there's pitfalls. There's mm-hmm. there's there's compromise that is necessary. But notice the anecdote that was given to Elijah. Mm-hmm. Go get yourself an Elisha. You got to have somebody so that you're never alone again. Mm -hmm. Because it's when you're alone that you start thinking weird, goofy thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's why you've got to understand that the push for isolation is is demonically inspired. That's what Jezebel wants every Elijah to do. Separate himself from the rest of the believers. Separate himself from the rest of the saints. Separate himself from the body of Christ. Because if I can get him in a cave by himself, I can get his mind messed up. I can get him thinking goofy thoughts. I can get him thinking that he doesn't have what it takes to survive this. Mm -hmm. Then I've got Israel. If if, If I can separate Elijah from Israel... Man, we got this thing. 
Notice, notice the very same thing taking place. Let's, let's run to the other end of the spectrum now, to the demoniac of Gadara. What is the push of hell is to drive him. We, we begin reading about him running naked through the tombs, mm-hmm. broken chains hanging off of his wrist. But that man had a family somewhere. That man had relationships and a job quite likely at somewhere, quite likely had children, maybe even a spouse. But the hounds of hell drove him to isolation. Yeah. To mm-hmm. isolation. There's something about assembly. You've got to resist that urge to isolate yourself, and you've got to come together and assemble with the people of God. Man, when you're talking about, you know, a prophet in a cave, well, it's it's like you say that we just don't think about it from. You would think the guy standing at the front of the church behind the pulpit, well, he doesn't struggle with anything. <laughs> right. If you're not careful. Right. How would he struggle with isolation or if, suicide? It, or it's, it's, it's probably better that you see your pastor at a conference every once in a while than a cave. Mm. Yeah. He should go he hang needs out with to his assemble. friends once in a while. Absolutely. <laughs> it has to happen. Yeah. It has to happen. And you don't have to be my twin to be my brother. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't have to. We don't have to see everything eye to eye. I still need you, mm. and you still help me. And to isolate from each other over non-biblical, non-doctrinal mm. issues is really—it's immature. And and we're we're back into that episode that we had a few weeks ago. It's not but, healthy, but. Is no, it? it's not no, healthy. it's not. And that's when the assembly of the believers is its succumbing to the influence of the assembly of hell. Mm-hmm. They have never... That, listen, when, when we were forced back for months into our homes, hell never stopped assembling. Don't you ever forget mm-hmm. that. That's right. They never stopped assembling. When... When we read about David and um, Goliath, there's an interesting, an interesting uh, little principle that I'd like to lift out of that. David is looking at Goliath and he's and he's kind of reading him the riot act, and and go ahead and read to us what he says. First Samuel seventeen forty six. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. And I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Yes. And all this assembly shall know. And all this assembly shall know yes. that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, yes. and he will give you into our hands. Yes. It's, it is going to be... Um, it, it is going to be broadcasted throughout the entirety of everyone assembled here. This victory. Goliath, you're going to make headlines, pal. Hmm. Yeah. 
we all know that the Philistines saw what happened because their feet were made <laughs> for running. But let's talk about Israel. Can you imagine the impact that that had on some little boy on a hillside looking down in that valley and seeing a giant fall? Mm-hmm. Okay. Every assembly needs an anointed David mm-hmm. that can slay a giant and rally the confidence and faith of the collective. The impact that that one encounter had on the collective, it, it, it shifted the paradigm of an entire kingdom. I mean, that's why Saul wrestled with it. David has killed his tens of thousands, and I've only killed my thousands. He wrestled with that idea that was rooted in that. Do, do you understand what can happen to your faith if you come to church and hear one testimony by somebody else that got the victory over a Goliath when you still have a giant parading through your backyard? Mm-hmm. There's something about assembling yourself together at that moment. Mm-hmm. That it will do something for your faith. Crowd faithing. Well. Great episode. There we go, Bishop Lambeth. Yeah. Crowd faithing. Absolutely. Nothing to do with you, but you just get around everyone else. It's like, ooh. Right. Okay. And, and, and what you see at that moment is that God will do things for the assembly that he doesn't necessarily do for you as an individual. Ooh. Nice. Yep. Sure will. Sure will. There's things he'll do for the church that he won't necessarily do for me. Case in point, the gates of hell shall not prevail against, against me. no. Against my hot tub. Oh, against yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Against the church. Right. You have no guarantee that hell won't prevail against you in isolation. But when you are assembled together yeah. with the collective, there's an assurance contingency to that. There's, there's, there's just, hell has no, it, it has, mm-hmm. it has absolutely zero future in defeating you if there's a contingency. You remain assembled with the church. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I, I don't think it is. I don't think it is uh, coincidental as we wrap this up that Jesus in isolation in isolation mm-hmm. won the victory over the assembly of hell mm-hmm. at Calvary. He was all by himself. He was isolated. Now I want I want you to read Psalms 22 which is the psalmist prophetic reference to Calvary. This is a moving passage for me. 2214. Yeah. I am poured out like water and all my bones are out Ugh. of joint. My heart is like wax. Yeah. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a pot's herd and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws. And thou hast brought me into the dust of the earth for dogs have compassed me. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed. Oh, listen, He's, he's talking about Calvary. Mm. The assembly of the wicked mm. is all around me. Get, get, the, get this mental picture that the psalmist is painting here 
of Jesus Christ in isolation on a tree, naked and ashamed, becoming sin for every one of us, isolated in the midst of an assembly of wicked men. Mm-hmm. Okay? He went there so we didn't have to. Go ahead, read on. They pierced my hands and feet. I may tell all my bones. They look and stare upon me. God. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. O my strength, haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Yeah. Calvary was the ultimate showdown between an individual against the assembly of the wicked and the, the, the assembly of demonic forces thought that if they could get Jesus Christ isolated, mm-hmm. yeah. that they could, they could conquer him. But Jesus is the only one that can handle isolation and still emerge victorious. So he went to that point where, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I am by myself. My mother can't help me. My brethren can't help me. I am forsaken. Earth doesn't want me, and heaven has abandoned me. He is hung between heaven and earth. And single-handedly, in isolation, he conquers the victory over the assembly of hell. Powerful. The devil's tactic is still the same. He wants to put you in that position and see if he can conquer you Mm -hmm. in isolation. But you don't have to go there because he did it for us. I want you to notice what hell is. Luke chapter 16. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Yeah. And beside all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed. Isolation. That's right. Separation. That's that's what that's what the trademark of hell is, is isolation. Mm-hmm. Isolation. Um, but in the same context, the trademark of the church is assembly, and the trademark of heaven is assembly. And I want us to read Hebrews chapter twelve and verse twenty-two to kind of cinch this up. But ye are come unto Mount Sion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, mm. to the general assembly and church of the firstborn. Uh, read that in the Amplified, that right there. And to the, and to the church assembly, the assembly of the firstborn, who are registered as citizens uh, in heaven. I love it. <laughs> who are cool. registered as citizens That's pretty cool. of heaven. When we assemble ourselves with the body of Christ here, we are rehearsing the assembly that will take place there. Mm -hmm. That is what this is all about. That is what it's all about. And so that gives us the context for a passage of Scripture that has been referred to 
and ripped out of context so many times, and that is Hebrews 10, not forsaking the assembly of yourselves Mm -hmm. together. But so much the more Mm. as you see the day approaching. I know that this is an overly uh, used expression, Mm -hmm. but you need to go to church Mm. to stay safe. So if you're driving down the road and you've been you've been you've been hurt, you've been disappointed, and you're listening to this, and you haven't even been in church to hear your pastor preach in weeks, would you do me a favor? If you're gonna be saved, assembly is required. You and your Bible and your lazy boy. And your hot tub. Mm. You know, you're not you're not gonna have you're not gonna be able mm. to build a barbecue with the mess on your hand. Yeah. Mm-mm. Assembly is a necessary part of salvation. And if you want to be a part of that assembly in the sky, you have to come and be assembled here first. Mm -hmm. Gathered, we have come. Not we will come. We have come to that church in the sky. And so I want want to encourage you. If you're offended, if 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 you're... disappointed, if you're bitter, if you're backslidden, if you're so busy that you think that that you, you can you can listen to a podcast and pray a little bit and and and, and make it. Would, would you just do me a favor? You, you gotta you gotta go back where someone's got the instruction manual that can tell you what to do with the nuts and bolts of life. Mm. That can tell you whether or not you need to tighten that screw right now or whether you need to wait until later so you can align it. it. It may seem insignificant, but when it's all finished, you'll understand why the safety chain was there, mm-hmm. why you didn't do this until until later, why step four didn't come until after step three. It all makes sense. I know you've repented of your sins. I know you've been baptized in Jesus' name. I know you got the Holy Ghost. Thank God for it. Get back to church. Do not forsake the assembly of yourselves together and do it even more as the day approaches.